Hello and welcome to the next episode in series two of the Fireword Podcasts. For this one, Dan has wanted to tackle the subject of knowing where to send your work. If you look back at our articles, you'll find the article Know What an Editor Wants Without Stalking Them. That's at firewords.co.uk forward slash editor. Yeah, I think it's something we've spoken about on the podcast before even because it's it's quite a big subject and there's a lot to it. So in this five minute episode, I just want to briefly talk about it again because everyone needs a refresher um, because sending your work out into the world and knowing where to send it between like the thousands of magazines out there, it can be a bit overwhelming. It can feel a bit disheartening if you keep getting rejections and you feel like it's a bit of a guessing game. And it's kind of, you know, slapdash of where you're sending it and there's no real strategy behind it. In this article, I wrote about some tips and some strategies so that you can feel more purposeful and actually send less work out because you're getting more acceptances. So these things may feel like more work, but actually you're going to be sending out less work and getting more acceptances. So it's a win-win and I'd really recommend it. It's also good for editors because it means the work we're receiving is more suited to Firewords um, because people know the magazine and they know that it's right for their writing. Does that make sense? You're sitting there very quietly. (laughs) (laughs) So it all starts with research. So look around for the kind of magazines that publish the kind of work that you write. Sounds obvious, but they're more likely to accept your work. You can do this by reading what they've published before. Magazines say all the time, Please read the magazine just to know whether it's the right home for your work. Obviously, you can't buy all the magazines out there to try them, but if you're cherry picking and you've done a bit of research, then you should know the kind of publications which you might have a good chance at. You can also get into the head of the editor by finding out what they're putting out on social media, what they're writing about. If they've got a podcast like this, you can listen to what they say. And if you've had rejections from them before and it's got personal feedback attached, that's really valuable because that's from the editor's mind and it's specifically about your writing. And then you can realise that, okay, this place is maybe not right for my writing or there's something I can improve. Yeah, I think that understanding this is really important. It's a reason why we give feedback to the people who submit to us. It's to try and help in this whole process. But we know that we're just human too and it's a very fine balance because we're not gods who can give you one line of feedback and everything will be sorted. It's also the fact that maybe sometimes if we've read something and we're giving feedback, you might be reading it thinking, well, that's not what I meant. That's not what I was going for. The errors can occur on both sides. It's just trying to work together, but it's hard. That's also why we give the option on our submissions not to receive any feedback. So if it's something that would be distracting for you, just tick that box and we won't send you personalised feedback but it's to try and help the developmental process without being the be all and end all it's just the way that we're reading it and how we're seeing it Mm -hmm. from our point of view not everyone gives personalised feedback so I think that's where looking at what kind of thing they want before you even submit it comes in Yeah, because you won't get the personalised feedback afterwards So you've got to kind of take it beforehand. Yeah. And every editor's different. Everybody likes different things. Writing is obviously a subjective thing, so it's all a bit of trial and error, but if you can have a bit of strategy behind it, you'll have more luck. 
and it'll be less disheartening when you do get those rejections because everybody does get rejections and try and think of them as a useful tool and to help you going forwards. One thing I would say at the end of this is all this research and looking into specific magazines, I wouldn't use this to then write specifically for them because mm -hmm. then that's dangerous. You're going to end up, A, it adds more pressure to getting that acceptance because you've, mm -hmm. you've spent that time writing something specifically for them and then if it gets rejected, you're like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. But also you're going to lose your own writer's voice. It's important to yeah. do it for yourself. This is all just about cutting down your work because there's thousands of place you could, places you could send your work. So. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that it's really good to see writers develop. And when you teach people in high school and you're giving out tasks that they have to write for and they have to do, it would be terrible to think that in five years, ten years, six months even down the line, they're still having to do that. It's like bit of a paradox sometimes that you want to find your own creative freedom but you're still having to fit a certain kind of mould mm -hmm. so I think if it comes to a balance between that the creative freedom should win out just for your sanity yeah so that's about it I would recommend going to read that article because at the end I do give three things that I'm personally looking for in submissions so if you're interested in that then have a look yeah. likes so read it after you've written your piece yeah. and see what piece would fit into it after you've already done it <laughs> yeah so that article again is at firewords.co.uk forward slash editor hope this has been useful and good luck with the submitting <laughs>